The views and opinions expressed by the Love Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Good Times of Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. It's not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land. The Good Times of Good People Company proudly presents the Love Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube, iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke, share us with your friends, and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. Hey out there in podcast land, I'm your host Rio, and welcome to Law Party Podcast, episode 70. Well, that escalated quickly. Uh, from North Korea to Charlottesville, Virginia. What is going on? Uh, before we get started, though, let's introduce today's panel. Of course, I have got my returning champion, uh, Chris O'Connor. He's the owner of Liquid Nine Entertainment and Investments, as well as having an interest in uh, Reader Whiskey and Office Works. We have got uh, Ben Roberts. He is the uh, bartender extraordinaire here at the Pendergast Club. We've got Adrian Lewis. Uh, he is uh, he is in management in the manufacturing sector, and the anonymous female because she doesn't want you to know her name. So, uh, well, before we start the show, we we're having quite a lively discussion, and we had to make ourselves table it so that we had stuff to talk about on the show. Uh, but before we get into important things, let's get into important things. So Ben, what are we drinking? What are we drinking? <clears throat> Today we're drinking a uh, gin cocktail. It's Rieger Gin, Italian red vermouth, a blueberry orange coffee cordial, a lavender rosemary syrup, and Earl Grey tea, and a spritz of lemon. You know what? Uh, this this particular drink, if you're gonna try to make this, is this all equal parts? Uh, no. I'm sorry. I should probably. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just. I'm okay, just. I'm just. I, I was personally curious, but but let me let me let me say, uh, on first sip, uh, I was thinking this this has the most interesting uh, flavor, but as you keep sipping, uh, it's really good and really kind of light, uh, great summertime drink. Um, and didn't we, weren't we, weren't we kicking around a name for this? We called it the Blue Gingham. Yeah, the Blue Gingham. That is right. That's what we called it. That's what because we called it. Because Ben was wearing a Blue Gingham shirt and it had blueberry on it. There we go. There we go. It sounded nice and summery. There we go. So, that's what we're drinking. Uh, and uh, what we are smoking uh, is a Flor Dominicana Andalusian Bull. Let me get my notes on it because I want to make sure that I am not only uh, smoking it, but I'm telling you correctly what it is that we're smoking. So the wrapper is a kind of a striking hue between red and brown. Um, and uh, it actually has a pretty cool tapered shape. Um, it's a combination of a, of a Corojo seed, it's an Ecuadorian uh, Habana wrapper, 
and also a Dominican uh, Criollo uh, tobacco, and that's uh, that's kind of a hybrid leaf as well. It, kind of your first impressions is that it's bold, it's very savory, it's got strong notes of like hickory and leather, um, but as you keep smoking it, you'll get the uh, spiciness of like a saffron and cumin, um, and uh, it's actually kind of, uh, of a tangy smoke and rather bold, which is why it's called the bull. Um, and that is what we are smoking. And that brings us to uh, today's RIPs. Um, I actually didn't even look to see if there was uh, a celebrity RIP this week because I felt like um, the victims uh, in Charlottesville um, deserved um, to get the official RIP from the group. But if there's anybody at the table who knows of uh, somebody who's passed away that we should recognize, not a celebrity, but somebody, one of the stunt people on the Deadpool set today died in a motorcycle accident. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's sad. You know, people trying to... Yeah. I, I just think it's important to mention because, you know, these people are out here trying to entertain us. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's, that's a distraction from all the horrible shit that's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really. somebody died today trying to do that. So. Yeah, trying to do that. Yeah. So. I didn't catch a name yet. Yeah. I just found out, like, 30 minutes ago. Yeah. I, I definitely I, I thought some condolences go out to that family. Yes. Yeah, and apparently, uh, on a slightly lighter note, the uh, movie business is is actually pretty dangerous. Um, it is indeed. Yeah, Tom Cruise, what did he break his leg or his arm? Oh, did he? Yeah, like, because you know, he does all his own stuff. Yeah, I didn't know if he broke a bone. He, he's, he's doing No, uh, he, they saw him limping. He, he's from doing. The set. Uh, well, we're going to get put in the stomach is 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's doing a new uh, Mission Impossible movie and he got hurt on the set uh, over the weekend. So That's why they have insurance. Yeah. Yeah, do you know he's like one of the hardest... Him and uh, Jackie Chan is like, like two of the hardest people in the industry to insure because they insist on doing their own stunts. Yeah. And their yeah. movies are stunt-based, almost right. all of them. So, yeah. Anyway, yes, that makes me like him a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not jumping up and down on a couch. Like, <laughs> yeah, as long as you're not talking about Scientology, I'm okay with you. Yeah, and uh, you jump off that wall. Yeah, <laughs> hey, but with that, <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey. You can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, and if you'd like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash Loft Party Podcast. You can find all of our links below. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. And we are back with uh, today's party game. So, name a TV show or movie series that you've seen every episode of. Let's start with... Start with Ben. Well, I think the obvious hot topic right now is Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, matter of fact, and we will later in the podcast 
get to Game of Thrones. But uh, no spoilers. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no spoilers. But uh, but uh, so you have seen every episode of Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, and and so have I for that matter. So so is the anonymous. I know. And Lisa, have you seen? Mm, I haven't seen a single no, episode. No, we haven't seen any episode. episode because you went into like details mm. about it. it. I just like clips of the blonde girl, and that's the only thing. You know she has brown hair, and I don't, I don't care what she does in her life. I just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with Adrian. Uh, power um, on stars. I've been wanting to watch that. Is it pretty good? I love it. Yeah, I I know several people who are in love with stars, and we just don't have. Yeah, we just don't. We they're in love with power, and we just don't have stars. And uh, and uh, and I regret it a little more every week because I keep hearing how great the show is. Good show. Good show. If you like gangster swag, nightclub sex, and drugs. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I think we need to get stars out there. Right? Like, you actually this sold year. that show. <laughs> right, right. You did a better job than Fifty Cent selling the show right now. <laughs> Chris, for me, it was always Mad Men. Ah, I, mean, I just loved the show. I thought it was so well written. It was frustrating how long it took for the seasons to come out. Mm, mm. But that's a dedication because that took like ten yeah. years to yeah, stupid yeah. show. That, Finally wrap up. It was good. And which is funny because uh, what you may not remember out there in podcast land is in a former life, uh, Chris was uh, Don Draper. <laughs> he actually made TV commercials, and uh, so I can see you being in love, love with the show, that show. Which actually I was too. I thought the the writing was amazing. Uh, Did you like how it ended? I loved it. Loved it. Thought it was great. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm assuming. Oh gosh, um, so many. But I, I saw, uh, well, Orange is the New Black, True Blood. Yeah. Mad Men. Yeah. Obviously, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, I'll let you say the other one. Uh, oh, The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn and Skippy. <laughs> Every episode, several times. I mean, and, you know, other other ones like you know, Scandal and yeah. Rose Anatomy and. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you pause on either solo real quick? <laughs> uh, another show that I think flies under the radar that is amazing is Hannibal. If you haven't seen Hannibal, I haven't. That's another one I've heard was oh, really good. Oh my god. Are they on their like? Uh, they got canceled after the third. They were on NBC. Yeah. And they were on primetime NBC, but it got didn't get good ratings because it was just too. It was an art project. It was a weird product. night too. Didn't they? Probably. Yeah, I thought it I was. Mean, I never watched it on scheduling. Had a crappy lead in. Yeah. I well, watched I it on Amazon. Nobody prime. watches NBC. So. Right. And the originals. I love the originals. Yeah. And if that could have been on Actually, HBO. Like it would have been incredible. Yeah, I can see. I can see that being a, a HBO show. I've seen so many HBO series. I can't even name them all right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and almost all of the, I, sh- I can't say that now, but um, very uh, quite a few of the Netflix original series. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Like I, I mean, I love like Veep. I love all those. I can watch those all day long. Yeah. I want to watch the watch, but I'm a not a. I'm a terrible binge watcher. 
Like once I get too far behind, I'm like, mm, oh, I am the classic yeah. binge watcher. Well, we are. Like I will watch it until I can't. Like I literally can't keep my eyes open anymore because we we have to know. Like we tend to do our Netflix binge watching in the cold months when you don't want to go outside. So. Yeah. You just turn it on and it's on all day. Yeah. It's to the point where like the TV's like, "Are you still watching the TV? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna shut it. Right. Turn off. We're gonna <laughs> shut this up now." Right. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, any movie series? I mean, all the Star Wars is and kind yeah. of like that. The Godfathers, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. those for sure. Pretty much anything that. It's easier to do movie series though. Uh, I, I guess I can't say that because I, there's some that I'm like I don't ever want to see another one of you again. Mm-hmm. I, you see the first one and it Fast was so horrible. Well, <laughs> no, we've actually seen, seen all of those. I love the Fast and Furious. I know, like now it's too late. Now I need to know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, uh, it's the same yeah. thing that happened in Tokyo, just in a different city. <laughs> but it's um. Pretty much. I'll tell you one that 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 Mario and I are a little bit like we don't tell everybody, but we're gonna tell everybody now is like all the Twilight movies, just because my daughter was young when they came out and it actually got to the point where like the last movie she was like, I don't I don't wanna see it and we were like we have to know how it ends. <laughs> like you made us sit through so, every one of them. You're not gonna now not watch the last one. So we ended up um, going like it after it'd been out for a while to matinee and watched it. But yeah, it was like not very many. People yeah, I am that. definitely figuring out that kids like drive your viewing habits like, oh. all the way. I'm like, man, I'm not watching Despicables. All right, I'll sit here and watch it with you. So I know it means something to you. Like, yeah, what the hell's going on? I don't know. But, but I will watch it. Rihanna was into all the Step Up movies. So yeah. after the third one, I was like. When they came out with the song of Chillin' Like a Villain, I was like, I'm out. I literally am leaving the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Step, step, for me. Yeah, step up to 3D. I was like, okay, look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're uh, drawing the line. This is a dance movie. Why is this a 3D? <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were like, please God, she's to the she's at that age where she can go with her friends now, and that's what happened. Knock yourself out. Yeah, we were you like, watch anything yet? Well, my son's nineteen, so I'm good there. So right now, I'm just binging and catching whatever I can catch along the way. I don't, yeah. I don't do cables. So I just got oh, shows. So. Yeah. yeah, I just stream everything. Yeah, yeah, like, mm-hmm. Although it's killing me with the Chiefs. Mm. That's brutal because that's hard to find streaming. That on streaming. Mm-hmm. All right. With that, I think we'll be right back. Hey, out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Law Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good 
since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers. 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do. Time to rejoin the conversation. All right, and we're back, and here we go. Party politics. So, uh, we're gonna try to go through these as quickly as possible. Because they're, I, it's unbelievable how much in a week can happen. Uh, this, and we may not be here tomorrow. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, let's start with that. Let's not bury the lead. We may not be here tomorrow. Uh, so this actually happened a couple of weeks ago, but we uh, we covered something else on the last uh, podcast. So um, this does bear to mention. Uh, Russia expelled 755 diplomats from the American embassy. Uh, and then Trump thanks him for cutting down the payroll. Uh, even going so far as to say something to the effect of he fired them. And I'm thinking to myself, you're an idiot. <laughs> He he can't and didn't fire any of these people. They're still on the American payroll. They just don't have an embassy to be at. Yeah. He said, yeah, you're, 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 paying, you're paying them right now. And as a guy who's bragging about how many jobs that he's created, I'm like, why are you happy that 755 people, even if it was true, right. just lost their job? That's unbelievable. Like a true businessman, bro. <laughs> payroll. Save on payroll. PDP. Make the job easier. <laughs> Come over here. No. Uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> just so much fuckery. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, so, uh, Manafort, uh, his home got raided uh, a few days ago by the FBI. We were actually kind of talking about this before we started uh, taping. So, what seems to be coming out of the administration is, you know, this is gonna, this is a big nothing. And uh, but what we were discussing is that's not possibly true. Uh, and do you want to uh, fill in podcast land as to why? Yeah. So in order to get a federal warrant, you have to go to a federal judge, and you have to present clear and convincing evidence that you believe at a specific location. There is evidence of a federal crime that can only be discovered at this location, and you have to prove the link of why that would be a federal crime. And in such a high-profile case like this, there's not a judge on earth who's handing out to the FBI a warrant that they are not sure is not going to come back and bite them in the ass later. <laughs> and so then they go to the house in the pre-dawn hours. And like we were talking about earlier, if this moron has anything sitting around, like you are the dumbest guy in the <laughs> world because you've known for what almost a year now mm -hmm. that they're looking into this. Like you have got to be the dumbest person ever. 
So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I wonder what they got, if they got anything. Yeah, like, I'm curious. Not, they had to have a very specific, compelling, yeah. exceptionally convincing reason for this to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. is is Manafort <clears throat> smart enough to cover all of his tracks digitally? So this is the big thing. So my feeling is, if you didn't this company, I would have gotten rid of all my computers, obviously. Yeah. But the, with the way the cloud backups work now and yep. all that other kind of stuff, who knows where the information exists? I, I mean, this is what Hillary and me asked. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they just want to see your digital footprint, and that's it. Yeah. And it'll be very, very, very interesting to see. And also, I think the, and I don't know if, what the scope of the entire warrant was, but if they start going after financial records, yeah, uh, and I think that was the crux of how they got the warrant in the first place, yes. was trying to follow the financial records, that would be an enormous problem. That's yeah. hard to hide. Yes. Yeah. And following the money is, is how they get everybody. Well, and that's specifically the type of team that they've that hired on together. for this. Yeah, they've been right. together for this investigation. So I think that's specifically what they're doing. They're probably right. looking for digital records that aren't maybe connected to the internet that right. they can't access that way. Yep. Um, but why aren't they keeping records? Ah, I'm gonna just jot down well, this illegal as, payment I just well, took. As everybody knows, <laughs> yeah. on my know, cookbooks, nothing's really deleted. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean it exists everywhere, but you can't just, for example, you can't just go after Google and say I'm gonna subpoena the, you know, whatever data that you have in the cloud based right. on him. They won't turn it over, and they fight that right mm -hmm. along. That's Amazon why I was saying, I right guess, right depending on where he had his email hosted, right. you know, I just. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know what they can find and how they can find it, but I, I have a feeling the feds are pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, so they have a little bit of practice. Or they know people that are good at it. Yeah. 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 I would say their resource pool on this is probably vastly superior to uh, Manafort's. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not going down Bob's hard drive and or I don't, think, I don't think we're gonna, yeah, I don't think we're going to know exactly what they have for quite a while. I think that they're just building and building and building a case until uh, so what they, they mean, have it. I, and what they're doing is the smartest thing. They're just not talking. Yeah. Which is what the feds are really good at is not talking. Yeah. And keeping their mouth shut and going, we're not going to tell you what we have. Yeah. You well, know? it's not their job it's to right. tell you. I you agree. Know? And that's what a professional does. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> lawyers don't tell you their entire case before they go to court. Well, no, of course not. And it would be a violation. But in front of a grand jury, that's a completely different thing. They yeah. lay out the entire case yeah. in a sealed room. The defense doesn't even get to be in it. You don't present any opposing evidence. They just lay out what they think you did. You have no right to refuse it. And a jury goes, oh, man, sounds pretty yeah. good. Sounds, <laughs> sounds, <feasible. laughs> sounds pretty feasible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, isn't that supposed to be the indication of whether or not you have a strong enough case to go to trial? Yeah, it's, pro it's determining probable cause that your case is strong enough to, to warrant a jury trial at that point. So It'll be interesting to see if... Well, that's happens. a that's a pretty if easy bar to clear. Know. That's a, that's a I mean that's a very easy bar to clear. Winning in court is obviously exceptionally different because then you start to get into evidentiary rules and things like that. Like I would be interested to know not. if they're going to have a jury trial. Like how do you even have a jury trial? With Manafort, for, you would uh, because he would not be. So protected. do you think that they would do it? And they would try everybody they're investigating separately. Like they wouldn't allow it to be one big case. If it, if it was me, I would try them separately only because the danger you run into when you bring too many people in at once is that there's probable deniability by them all just blaming each other, mm -hmm. which is a classic defense strategy. You get five guys. This is the old mob thing. Mm -hmm. They would do. You would bring them all in and they go, no, it was Paul who did it. And then they go, like, yeah, no, it was 
The other Italian guy. Uh, did it. We know what you return the fall. We'll take care of you while you're in prison. Exactly. <laughs> but then, if you blame enough people and then you're not sure who actually did it, then you can probably. So the jury doesn't have that. enough to focus on. Right. They're, so they're they're too broad. Then they get split on who actually did it, and in a criminal case, I guess case, that makes you have to, sense. You have to all agree. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Civil case is very different. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how or if it plays out. Mm-hmm. I hope to God it does. I want to see every single one of them just go down in a ball of flames. Yep. Yeah. It'll just prove the stupidity of all of them. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see who else gets caught up into it too. If Donald Jr. does, uh, yeah, well, you know, does. if something happens with um, the Trump family, people are going to be thrown under the bus, yeah, big time. Oh, man. I mean, like, they'll, they'll put Kushner out on the curb and just say, oh. <laughs> "We'll see you later." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're but the risk you run then is that they know enough to flip back on you and go, Man, Well, I don't think anybody from the Trump so. circle. <laughs> Will will be thrown under the bus, but I definitely think there's going to be some people. I think Donald Jr. could if he oh. if he lied under oath to uh, Congress, he absolutely would be brought up on charges at that point. Yeah, I'm just talking. That's a possibility. But I'm just talking about Trump, not you know like oh it wasn't them. You need to go after this person that's not in my family. You know. And that's a possibility, but if that person knows anything. Like a metaphor, who probably does know everything that was going on, you run an enormous risk. Bannon is the one that I, I'd be even more curious about because you know that shithead is just. Well, it makes you wonder how he's sticking around so long. Yeah. Well, do yeah. you think he wants to be have an enemy of Trump? Uh, I don't think. I think the bigger problem is they... I don't think Trump can get rid of him. Be, probably because of what he knows. That's what I think. I think he just knows too much and Trump can't can't kick him to the curb right. easy. So we're like, we'll just let you hang out in that one office back yeah, in the corner. Like, you don't really you know, actually have play to on the do internet anything. Day. <laughs> right, right. Bannon's <laughs> been doing a really good job of staying out of the media. I'm I'm really just like you don't, well, you don't after that, after that about. first um, clash with him and what's his name that's not there anymore, Priebus. Yeah, but you, you know, s- you haven't really heard much about him since. On the news today, though, there was a big thing because Scaramucci came out and said Trump needs to get the hell away from Bannon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was a big story today, which is a weird one. Is ironic, laughable to me. It's like, wow, you you had your ten days of fame, and now you're just trying to stay relevant by stating the obvious. Right, like. I don't care about you, Mooch. Get out of here. Right. You know, you yeah. were, were a good from the start, so... Yeah, you've been around long enough to know anything. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think a lot of bullshit happens minute to minute there. Yeah, man. I think that That's dude nice. does not want his finances looked into at all. No. So he's going to be really, really quiet. And he's also... He tried to sell his company, but it's still waiting federal approval. And you don't think the president can make a phone call and go, you know what, that deal, maybe we just yeah, say no on that one. Let's you know pass. what? Hey, what's <laughs> I thought he was selling his company, though, because he was taking that position. That, that was it. That, that and was then he got the boot, but now he's probably super relying on that deal. On that deal, to get right. The cash. See, he, yeah. like, uh, it always remind, it reminds me of... Uh, of a casino when you know he's trying to get his he's trying to get his license he's like uh has he even applied for his license <laughs> you know what let's take a real close look because we might have to kick him out of town <laughs> and that's i think that's exactly what's about to happen to scare much did we i i found out <laughs> and if we know that um so 
we do know Trump has refused daily briefings. But did you know, instead of the daily briefings, he gets a daily flattery folder? Yes. What? It's just all, all the like good press that he gets that folder every day. So, do you remember the, I don't know, are you serious yeah. right now? So do you remember the South Park episode where uh, Butters was uh, doing the same exact thing? Oh my goodness. He was tasked to show up with a with a bunch of good news. Yeah. That's what's happening right That's now. Happening every day, Donald Trump. And it's, you know, and it's from every, you know, every half sleazy, you know, half white supremacist site that has something good to say about him. Yeah. He's just like, or Fox News. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, Sean God, Hannity says I'm a good guy. And I'm really good he gets, his <laughs> he gets his flattery folder and yeah. watches Fox and Friends. And that's how he gets ready for the day. Wow. wow. That that's is awesome. That is just, yeah. That's I, why he's so delusional and he thinks he's doing so well. Oh, my God. I, I do love that. I mean, that just that one just kills me. Wow. That's a great one. I couldn't believe that one. You can't I, even make that one up. No, no, you can't even make that up. I mean, Mr. President, don't you want any real information? Yeah. Yeah, it's like you watched that South Park episode and said, yeah. that's a real good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, that one. That one floored me. I just. It wasn't unbelievable. It was just. Wow. <laughs> like. Like it lets you know that somebody who's in that much, who's in position of that much power, one really wants to be liked, and two is extremely insecure. Extremely hyper narcissistic. I don't know. Like who? Well, maybe you just don't notice it because they're not in the spotlight every day. Like I'm sure there's celebrities that are like that. Sure. But. It really is amazing to me that somebody could be in that position and, and have that. Um, I'll say this. I don't know if he's getting any other briefings. I would hope so. And well, I, they, I, I get said. the value of I mean, I think a he, PR machine, that yeah, yeah. stuff that you want to put out and promote. And I get all that. I mean, like, that, that, but you don't want the real, career. like, what's but, going on with the country? And this is what I'm hoping to God. Or international? No, he, well, maybe he, now, doesn't get it daily. he doesn't get it daily anymore. Yeah. Well, Obama didn't get it daily either. Yeah, he, he didn't do daily briefings. Yeah, I mean, but he at least... But Obama was smart. <laughs> he yeah, he, he, yeah right, right. He actually, <laughs> he kept up. Like, he, didn't, he didn't need the briefing. He didn't need the briefing every day because he actually kept up. <laughs> I mean, he's a constitutional lawyer, for God's sake. He knows what's going on. <laughs> uh, one of the things that he would have probably uh, learned from a daily briefing uh, that he wound up learning from Fox was that uh, North Korea was threatening to launch four missiles at Guam, which which prompted his uh, uh, fire and fury comment that uh, <laughs> I couldn't, I also, another one of those uh, off the cuff comments that I just couldn't believe he was saying it when it was coming out of his mouth. Because it displays to me somebody who obviously has not studied the history of this conflict. Right. It's not that you're you're going to defend America. Of course you are. You're the president. I would hope you defend America. But the history of this particular conflict is all built in the rhetoric. 
you say mean things, they start testing missiles. <laughs> and, and, and if he hasn't noticed, the more mean things he says, the, the stronger the missiles that they're testing. And now you're saying, if they do something, we're, we're going to do something and it's going to be like the world has never seen. It's going to be fire and fury. I was like, is he out of his mind? Like, does he want nuclear war? Is that what he wants? I, I, I think his body language to me said he was completely uncomfortable saying what he was saying. I saw him. He, he yeah, said, I did. I did. He's completely uncomfortable talking about anything that's political. When he's just off the cuff talking about bullshit, He's all flailing and, you know, chest out. But when he has to really be the president, yeah. he sit, he shrinks. Yeah, he, he's completely insecure in that role and in, in being there. He loves being, oh, you yeah. know, you know. He loves the title. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't want the job. Right. Ooh, but you're not putting this guy in timeout. You're talking about going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're going with, to, you're the, with the third country in well, six look. months because, I mean, you're looking at he already bombed Syria. And if they... And it, I <laughs> mean, that was a joint effort. Let's be fair on that. I mean, that was a, okay, a joint effort on many... Between many maybe so, countries. but he got involved. But we were so involved. We, we were already involved. Okay. But we were involved already. I mean, We didn't was, bomb them, though. Well, I mean, honestly, that's because we were counting on the Russians to do all of it. And then we had our little spell with them, so it was a coordinated, multi-country effort on that one. And I think, I only say that in that it's, you got to be, it's important to be fair on these things. And I will say this, and I'm not in favor, I clearly yeah. do not want North Korea to launch these fucking missiles tomorrow. Although, right before I left and came here, yeah. we I just saw a headline that said U.S. spy satellites see... Uh, these mobile missile launchers moving around right now, which is not cool. Uh, and at least China's come out and said, okay, don't fucking do it, North Korea, because we'll fuck you up. Too. We will fuck well, you up. Yeah, which is nice. Right. Well, I mean, we will fuck you up. Don't, don't think because we buy some of your shit that we won't fuck you up. Because China would then have the obligation to fire missiles yeah. back. They would have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, before it even got to us, and we China, would, yeah. China would bomb them to the Stone Age. Right? We were talking about that, about how China had been silent. Like, the, everybody was like, China needs to say something, and they hadn't said anything. Well, I, 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 but they did go along with the sanctions, didn't they? Like, so, I mean, I know they're not part of... Here's, here's the thing. I mean, here's what's a little bit of a bullshit about it. I mean, China accounts for 85% of North Korea's money. So, that's nice that they agree to go along with these fake sanctions that are going to take forever to have any effect. In the meantime, over the last 30 years, we've gone down this diplomatic road several times, made many deals with them, given them billions of dollars to cut this shit out, and they keep doing it. And now it's at the point where they took 30 years and figured out how to make a bomb. What, so, what, year, what year was, uh, when did the Korean War end? 1948 was when it started, so it would have ended in what, 51? 51. So this whole time. It, and to be perfectly honest, it never actually ended. It yeah. is literally just a ceasefire, is all that they have. So yeah. Yeah, it never ended ever. They're technically yeah. still in we the We just city agreed war. to quit fighting and everybody went home. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we just kind of walked, took the football and walked away. Yeah. You know, you're that kid. But you know, that's because <laughs> China rushed in the country and kicked our ass back. Beyond the 48th parallel, we had to fight back just to get back to even. Mm -hmm. You know, so it kind of sucked. Yeah. And then you had MacArthur who wanted to nuke North Korea. 
You know, like, and Truman's like, the hell you're going to do that? That's We've already been sure. there. We're not doing that again. We're <laughs> not doing that again. I did, I, I did it myself once, and so we're not going to do it again. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that's horrible fallout. Interesting, because uh, later MacArthur, uh, or actually probably before, uh, criticized Truman for the... Uh, they hated each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they despise well, each other. Well, you know, it's huh. easy to, to want something and... You know, actually, when you're faced with doing it, it's a whole other conversation. Right. And I think Truman knew, <laughs> listen, we drop a bomb on North Korea and we have a war with China now. Yeah. And they have a billion or so people over there and we have 200 people, 200 million in our country. There's not enough bombs, and we just already just got done fighting World War II. So that's probably not the right thing to do. Yeah. So what, yeah. what are they, the second or third largest military? China. Oh, China? Yeah. They've got to be the largest by far. No, we're, we're the largest military. In terms, of, in terms of defense, it depends on how you want to look at it. In terms of overall expenditures, we outspend everybody by... Oh, the soldiers, yeah, yeah, physical soldiers. Physical yeah, soldiers, guys I know, would be the largest. Yeah, they've got to have the largest. And then army. you'd probably have India being second. Yeah, well, I, know. I, know, I know North Korea is the fourth. Yeah, Lars, but which they used to say when we went to war with Iraq, they were the fifth strongest military well, ever. Is right. anybody in North Korea not in their military? <laughs> I mean, right. like, they so, need yeah, everybody. Yeah, I, think, I think you have to do a turn. <laughs> and so what's bizarre is then they use them as construction workers. So really what they spend most of their days doing is building buildings. What? Like, this is how they use their military. Yeah, but I'm like, building what? Well, they, I mean, hell, they have a, they have this huge hotel that's completely unsafe because they built it wrong, and, I mean, all kinds well, of like, who crap. even goes over there? there? A lot of people. Yeah, people go to North Korea. It's Why? I have no idea. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I'm finna say, Dennis Rodman goes over there. <laughs> he loves it over there. Yeah. He goes over there. Like, boy, he he ain't got, that, that's, a, that's his friend. <laughs> yeah, we were looking at, a. uh, uh, last, last week tonight, tonight and, uh, <laughs> and he was saying, look, uh, North Korea, just so you know, uh, we know you're friends with Dennis Rodman. Please don't New California <laughs> because uh, Dennis Rodman lives right here. <laughs> he was like, that's your friend. Don't blow up your friend. <laughs> <laughs> someplace in Arizona, he was like, just, just don't blow up California, blow up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, it was definitely don't blow up Reno or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, Reno so. is too important to us. Yeah. Like, if you're going to blow something up, yeah, don't, don't blow up Reno. Like, it's all the strategic I felt, stuff. I felt really bad right. for all the people that live in Reno. I know, that was pretty funny. I'll, but I keep thinking that uh, if the if they've been able to miniaturize nukes and put them on these ICBMs, um, that's really scary because the range that they can hit really is anywhere from the middle of the country. They can hit Chicago. Yeah, and I'm like, and, and anything that, see, this is why I used to love about disaster movies, because uh, LA's out of here, yeah. New York's out of here, but anything in the Midwest generally doesn't get touched. <laughs> so now I'm scared to death because you could blow up Chicago, and if you don't know out there in podcast land, I'm from Chicago. I don't want you to blow up Chicago. <laughs> I like Chicago. I still need I still need my Garrett's popcorn fix for this year, and I can't have that happen. I'm sorry. The one interesting thing, so. Apparently, by all accounts, they have the ability to put 
a nuclear warhead onto an ICBM. The thing about it is you hit Chicago, you have to go out of the atmosphere and back, back in. in. And nobody knows if they have can actually in. come back in without blowing up a rocket, you know, exactly. right on the entry. So I feel like we may thing. be able to, you know, get it back on re-entry. Well, the missile defense system that they deployed, from what I understand, I'm not an expert on this, but if they shoot four missiles at the same time at Guam, we'd be able to probably knock out one or two. Well, and they said they knew that they could do two, but they never the tested system, four. Yeah, yeah, the FAD system does just not, one, it's not the most accurate, and then two, it's it's hard to shoot down the missiles. It's hard as shit. You know, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. But if they actually do fire those missiles, you think tomorrow, we have a missile de missile defense system in in space still? I know that we have a lot more missile defense uh, capability than people know that we have, but uh, only because I have a buddy who works at the DoD who tests these things out and was telling me some of the capabilities. But there's nothing that's foolproof. There's no, there's no way no, to be I mean, uh, to guarantee safety. Well, you think about and I, also do you, do you do you show it off? I mean, do you use it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, y'all use it if you need to use it. Listen, if China sends a nuclear bomb our way, like, let's say this dipshit bombs Guam, and then we send a bomb back to North Korea, and then China gets mad, and then they send a bomb to us, and then you might think about busting out, like, the real hardware. And <laughs> right. It's Guam. I mean, they're like, Guam's awesome, but, I mean, I don't know if you're busting it out for Guam, necessarily. <laughs> you're busting it out for the mainland, though. Yeah, you are definitely, definitely busting it out for probably, yeah, yeah, and then you're breaking out your real guns. Yeah, man. So it's kind of like, what's acceptable... Collateral. Yeah, collateral damage. damage. Yeah. The other weird thing is, before you really show their statement the just money said, you have. and in the middle of the month, we're going to do it. And so Trump all of a sudden said, on August 15th, you're going to bomb us. Like, he picked a day. Yeah. Well, that's the middle of the damn month, Chris. I see, like, the middle of the that's month is from the 10th to the 20th. <laughs> yeah, look, nobody wants to hear about anything getting bombed on payday. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Nobody wants to hear about any bombs on payday. People want to be happy on payday. They want to go to the bar on payday. They don't want to go to the bar for their last drink on payday. That's the bullshit. Well, you be having fun, living it up. Hey, Man. this is gonna be our last payday. Man. But yes, yeah, hey, hey, screw the bills. Hey, hey, look. If you know the bomb's coming and you know there's nothing you can do about it. You go walk into your favorite shop and go, drinks on me! Because <laughs> who's going to collect? <laughs> who's going to collect? Am I getting top shelf today? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen uh, the Tiger's Guide to the Galaxy? Uh, no, but I have I have heard so many people talk about how... how well, one of the opening scenes, the, uh, the... I don't even know how to say I'll just say the aliens. Right. Uh, they're like, a huge ship is uh, about to blow up earth to smithereens and uh, the uh, there's a couple people and they're like the only two people the, on the whole planet who know it's about to happen they're in a bar and they're like worrying up a ton of beer and stuff and like, oh yeah the uh, the world's gonna end in about 10 minutes <laughs> they're like well, what, what do we do 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Drink. She's <laughs> like, like, should we put a bag over her head? Yeah. <laughs> a yep. bag over your head? Yeah, like, yeah. What's that going to do? Yeah. Yeah, if it helps, I guess. But yeah, yeah, what's that going to do? It's like the old girls in school when you have to go in the hallway and cover your head or get yeah. a mask on. This is doing nothing. <laughs> this is just going to be Right, exactly. Right, it's just going to crush my arms, not, then my head. Right. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, just not going to see it oh coming. Yeah. Yeah. I was on a plane once that they're like, we are going to crash. We are crash landing in Atlanta. We found an airport. And like, just duck down and cover your head. And I was like, that is going to be way worse for me. I'm just going to watch out the window. <laughs> yeah. You want to see the earth coming quickly? Oh, my God. I don't want to have my head down and have a break as soon as it hits the seat in front of the head. <laughs> in Fight Club where he was talking about how you know why they give you oxygen. Oxygen <laughs> makes you happy. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that, actually. Mm-hmm. And I love that movie. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, <clears throat> now... Now we have to go a little deeper. Oh God! So, okay. So I'm looking at I'm looking at TV this morning, and uh, the the guy who set up this protest in Virginia is you know repudiating all of the violence, and all I could think was, what kind of fucking idiot are you? You invited every white nationalist group in the country. You didn't think there was going to be a problem? Does, does he know what the far right means? Yeah. I can't believe this got out of hand. They actually were organizing showing, a far right rally. Yeah, like, they were showing the footage and people were doing the Nazi sign. And, like right there right, in broad, like bright daylight. What did you expect? I'm like, yeah, like how could you not have known this was going to turn out bad? You know, and, and oh, these and, people do mental gymnastics like we've never seen before. It's just <laughs> insane. Like, uh, I mean, there are these uh, pictures coming out on the internet of people that are that were at the rally, you yeah. know, as, as supporting in in, uh, in the white nationalist <laughs> movement, and then they get their they get blown up on the internet, and they're like, "Whoa, this wasn't about hate," like, <laughs> and they're like visibly angry, doing Nazi signs and shit. It's like. Are you fucking kidding me, man? Like yeah, because uh, it's it's it gives you courage when you don't when you think that you're anonymous. Yeah, you know whether it's on a whatever social media digital device. We always when my daughter was young, we always called it keyboard courage. Yeah, because you don't have to stand face to face with somebody, mm-hmm. but. When when people are actually looking and and, and pulling people out of the crowd, yeah. yeah, it's it's a little bit harder to justify that to your neighbor who's who could very well be, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, so did you see the dude who started the Facebook page that literally is just ratting out every single person? Yeah, it yeah, says yes. <laughs> yeah. It was like yes, You didn't know you were racist. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you did know, you're a racist. You know, okay, so here's, here's, here's uh, before we, uh, we go on to talk about the, uh, the uh, asshole who plowed down all the people with the car uh, in Virginia, um, I, have a, I have one question. And this question is to... Anybody out there who's been a rabid uh, Trump supporter, 
Because well, nobody at this table. Well, nobody at this table, but somebody out there in podcast land might be. And uh, here's my question. Today, nobody at this table. Yeah, today, right. But here's my question. Now do you understand why the left has been saying that the Trump supporters and the right are a bunch of racists? <laughs> like, this is the reason. Maybe... You personally are. But, and this is also the reason that people don't understand how if you're not, you still align yourself on that side of the fence. Go, go ahead. How can they not see that as soon as something like this happens, uh, Trump doesn't even immediately come out and condemn it. And then he basically has to be forced to do so. Yeah. This dude hates CNN more than Nazis. Yep. I mean, it's... It's, it's tragic. It's mind-boggling that... And uh, it's terrifying. You know, I did get a call from one of our uh, frequent panelists, and he wanted to... Uh, he wanted to be here, but he also wanted to weigh in on a couple of things. So I'll, I'll throw in what I can't remember from our conversation, because, of course, that was early this morning. And, but... Uh, one of the things he did talk, we, we were kind of talking about before the show here, we were talking about some of the uh, the statues and, mm -hmm. and being moved, and he actually did echo some of what we were saying. Um, you know, you can't erase history. You have to figure out another way to contextualize them or put them in a museum or something, um, which, uh, which I was glad to hear. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk directly about... Um, just kind of just the, the racist uh, things happening, uh, you know, at this racist rally because it was a rally for but it was a rally for racists. I mean, come on, <laughs> like, like uh, but um, it's not really like a Shriners parade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Did you see the story about the guy who got beaten with poles in a parking garage right next to the police station in Charlottesville? I, I, we so, did see that this morning. Yeah, did see that this morning. Yeah. Across the street. I mean, it's it's. Well, he had to have stitches. He got a broken tooth and a broken wrist. <clears throat> or does anybody remember uh, the name of the the guy with the the car? I don't even. I, I, I kind remember. of personally blocked his name out of my mind just because yeah, I remember the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I and I just remember, which we were talking about before the before we started taping that he wasn't even a southerner. Yeah, he's from Toledo, Ohio. Yeah, I'm just like, you know. And, well, you know, that's why he got Well, I think they're coming up with a case for him saying he's schizophrenic and... Well, well they, but they, um, they did, they, they went back and even talked to people that he was in school with and how... Um, so his teacher. One, yeah. one of the uh, classes he took, they had to go to Auschwitz. Oh, really? Um, and he was walking through it saying this is where the magic happened. Yeah, he was infatuated with the German military. Yeah, he didn't like even make he it. He, ident he, he identified the basic training, all kinds of stuff. I like you know, because he was crazy. I, I, you know, <laughs> you just look at the dude. I, I, I hate crazy. to, I, I, I hate to just broadly stroke you know people, but you know this, this is a classic case of somebody who was already unhinged, and the loserdom <laughs> just kept falling on his head like bricks the older he got yeah. until he 
he went full loser and uh, and now he won't have his freedom and possibly not his life uh, if uh, if uh, if they give him the death penalty. James, which can I, he get the death penalty? Why do they always? Um, well, I mean, technically, it's premeditated murder. Yeah, they charge him with second degree murder. Um, why do they always use the three names of people when they do horrible things? But oh, yeah. James Alex Fields Jr. <laughs> crazy people have three names. I mean, it's really weird. It's I have three names. I'm not crazy. You don't actually go by your three. There's only one person that I know personally that actually goes by his three names. But that's because he's an actor. And, and uh, it helped differentiate him. Might be a SAG thing, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 David Allen. Greer? He does. Well, yeah, but but that not who I'm talking about, uh, although his name is David as well. Um, but other than that, that, I don't know anybody who's not uh, crazy or uh, okay, have murderous <laughs> tendencies Mark that, Chapman. that actually goes by all three names. Yeah, <laughs> John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> yeah, like keep going back. It's like every every insane murderer <laughs> is identified by the three names. Uh, he has a he has a history of violence though because it looks like on here like he um, threatened his mom with a twelve inch knife. He smacked her in the back of the head and locked her in the bathroom. Um, one one was. In 2010, one was in 2011. Oh, so he's a good boy. He was on medication to control anger. <laughs> he was, he's obviously off his meds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I never know what to think about the mom in this situation. Because I saw an interview with her, and she's like, well... She said, I try to stay out of this yeah, political I, I views. I going to Virginia, but I didn't know why. I just thought it was a Trump rally. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, well, like, well guess what? It kind of was. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> kind of was, especially since uh, David Duke came out and said, "Yeah, we're here because we because we we uh, elected Trump to office." And I'm like, "Oh, good God, this is this is going down here." And then, of course, as we were as we were talking, uh, Trump was lobbed the hugest softball in the world and fumbled by uh, not rebuking. Uh, any of these uh, white nationalists. He blamed both sides, right? Yeah, well, right. he many, says many, many sides. sides. Many sides. Many, sides. many sides. He ran on the field without the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, good. Great. Wow. I'm like, how is it possible to get lob something that soft and you still... Oh yeah. And that and wait, and not just like fumbled it, he just looked at it and hit the ground. He didn't even like reach for the ball. I was just like, oh. you know how you see oh, those, uh, pet videos where people throw treats at the pets and it hits them in the face and bounces off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's Someone's true. in my eyes on that one. Hit it in the face and it, it just I like that. Someone in his ass is I don't know. You know, before the podcast when we were talking, I don't think um, either one of you were here yet, but um, we were talking about uh, Anonymous hacked the website. Yeah. And GoDaddy told them they had 24 hours to move their site. Yep. And I just was reading while we were sitting here that Google denied 
um, the application to move their site to their their platform. Well, thank God. Well, and um, and GoDaddy it. actually was hosting their website. Too, I'm just so. going to end up on a Mac Mini in somebody's closet somewhere. <laughs> time orders and stuff there. Yeah. yeah. So I going to have a man. Uh, this week, uh, this week got out of control really fast and uh, uh, once again every time we think it can't get worse oh it gets worse absolutely and yeah. really when the bar is just to go I'm not a big fan of the Klan and Nazis <laughs> and you can't come out with that message yeah that's stunning that is an all-time low that's well, an all-time present. low the question is now I mean after everything from January to this point now I mean before this weekend the weekly the question was what's next What's next? Yeah. And, you know, we've been so focused on the Russia thing. Mm -hmm. Now there's something that happened like right in front of our, our eyes. We can see it, you know, it live and in living color. And then your opportunity to actually unite people further divides. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, it's almost, you had a loss of words. You have no idea what to <laughs> say. It's like, okay, we're really in this on our own. Like yeah. the government, besides those who are behind the scenes doing whatever they're doing to try to get them out or yeah. try to get Pence in to become president, whatever the case may be, the question for the people is, what do we do? Yeah. Well, and I think maybe the greatest part of the entire thing you just said is he was given a golden opportunity to unite the country around something everybody already agrees with. This is the easiest thing to say. We went to world war oh with, with nonsense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's easy. We easy. beat them. Yeah, right. We, we beat them. It's it's easy. This is easy. You're like, yeah. I mean, it, look, it, this is a pass fail. Like you don't even like you don't even need to get greater <laughs> answers to the test. <laughs> right, right. You got the answers to the test. You had the cheat codes. All you had to do was say unlimited lives. <laughs> All you had to do was say. Nope, don't like those those guys. And actually, really, thank you, but no, thank you for your support. Right? <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, not, not my cousin. Not yeah, my cousin. yeah, exactly. We're not, 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 not my cousin. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it's which is funny. That that's a that's a uh, that's a game that's a game black people play all the time. Is you see somebody really ridiculous looking yeah. on the street, and you be like, "That's your cousin." No, <laughs> no that's not my cousin. That's not my cousin. He's not going to work. <laughs> He's not invited. He's not getting none of my ribs. I don't know who that is. Uh, uh. I, I was watching CNN today, and I think, and I really like Gloria Borgia a lot. I think she's pretty smart, and she she said maybe I think the best thing about it, which is there's moments that just test your moral character, and you want to know that your president has a moral compass and a moral center. And for your first and only reaction to not be, this is ridiculously wrong. Right. Actually says more about your moral character than anything, than anything else. else. You can say whatever you want on Monday. It's, this is, I mean, the easiest thing in the world to go, don't like the Klan, don't like Nazis. That's all you have to say. Yeah. That pretty clearly defines your moral character yeah. right there. And to not have said it probably speaks more volumes about what he really does think and what he's well, unwilling to do yeah, than yeah. anything else. But can anybody really truly <clears throat> say they're surprised? Maybe disappointed or upset. But yeah, I'm blown away. During, I'm blown during away. his campaign, yeah, true. the same exact stuff happened, yeah, maybe like, not on a scale, and away. they specifically said, are you against 
the KKK and he refused. Right. And then, right. In fact, it even tried to go, I don't know who David Duke is. Have you been alive I, for the last I, 70 I years? Of course you were. Right. But I'm disappointed that having become president, that he doesn't speak for the entire country. You know, that's what, that's what that's why I'm going yeah, away. It doesn't surprise me though, because everything that he did during his campaign, he's still doing now. Very so, true. In my mind, it actually stuns me for this reason. I mean, if you've had the kind of presidency that he's had, yeah, and you're given this sad but amazing opportunity to kind of resurrect yourself politically and, yeah. and maybe try to do one good thing. And you're still an asshole, even with the general who's now in charge and all this other stuff. You don't think the general sitting there going, hey, dipshit, get out there and say you don't like the Klan and Nazis. That's all you have to do. But and I, he still doesn't do it. But I think I'm that goes back to what Adrian said. He is uncomfortable with being the president. Yeah, I think the idea of running, uh, which is why he keeps having freaking campaign rallies for uh, office of the well, that's, that's, that's his flattery folder. Yeah, yeah, like he loves he loves the adulation and, and and the prestige that he holds the office. He doesn't want to actually do this damn job. But given <laughs> given that, I, hope I mean, he if you not put his portrait in the way. Oh yeah, if, yeah, like when he gets <laughs> impeached and I know we've had that question on the podcast before, but now more than ever, I believe he does not make it well, through it is, his, his, He does not make it through this term. I mean, when Michael Rubio's calling you out, you, you know that you completely fucked up. Because that guy's crazy, too. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I just am baffled. I really am baffled that with everything that's happened, if you are the president, and, I, and you really do get a flattery folder every day, what do you think is going to go in there? Exactly. I mean, it's like the president comes out and says the Klan and Nazis suck really bad. You're going to get a ton of stuff. It's going to be this thing. Exactly. It's exactly. so easy. Exactly. I can't remember either. I read, I wish I would have kept it, but I read um, that either a group of people or somebody was suing him because he started um, blocking, like, uh, Congress, like people from responding on his Twitter, like he started blocking people from it. But you can't see the president. And I, I don't, I can't remember the whole article. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know. I mean, you, you yeah, but yeah, it was, it was just. It's but like, it's his personal Twitter, so they can. Uh, well, they can there's, yeah, there's not that. using the official White House it, Twitter. Uh, yeah, well, and that's kind of the that that but there, which is why I've always felt like he just needs to get off of Twitter because I think that's universally agreed upon yeah. and everybody thinks to get the hell. My dad's 80 years old he's <laughs> staunchly Republican he's like God I wish you would stop tweeting. Yeah. Just, just get world. off of Twitter. I mean well one because you keep saying amazingly dumb shit so uh, but two um, like say now you starting to get into this kind of unprecedented territory where people are you know there's never been a platform in which a president could block citizens from talking to him. And now that there is, he's doing that. Yeah. You know, and, and no, not on the official White House Twitter, but 
anything you say is official presidential record, whether it's White House Twitter or your personal Twitter, because you are the president. So it just... It, well, he thinks it is. I mean, he thinks he, he made a law by putting out on Twitter, Twitter that transgender people can't be in the military anymore. Yeah. And he thought that actually was like a rule. Yeah. Like, just because he tweeted it out, that just became the rule at that point. <laughs> like, that's not actually how it goes. That's how you Yeah. That's how you pass it. Yeah, I, I do remember on Schoolhouse Rock, that's what they said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bill, yes, I'm only a bill. I've been tweeted out to Capitol Hill. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and, and we, didn't, we didn't even talk about that, but there's 11,000 transgender people in the military. Yeah, and at yes. a time when we need people in the military, well, it's not super fun right now. But, oh, but, <laughs> but the military came done. back and said, she uh, was like, dude, they do a great job. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they were like, um, we don't agree with this. Yeah, and it's we're, not, we're not taking our orders from Twitter. Right. Well, not all, not all came out and said, some actually do agree. I mean, I think some do agree, but nobody's, nobody's, going to unilaterally go in and just change. The head of the Joint Chiefs said, we're not doing jack shit until we get an official clarification on what the hell this means. And we already have a study going on that's not even out yet. And by all accounts, the study's gonna say they're doing a great job. Right. I think the biggest problem that people have is they don't wanna pay for the survey. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. You know, but other than that, I don't think anybody gives a shit if transgender people are in the army. Hey, look, if you got a gun, I can kill you. When it comes down to actually defending the the U.S., you can't make a decision as a now transgender man that hey, I'm gonna go back to being a woman or like yeah, or whatever. Whatever. I think some feel like it's a it's a mental some sort of mental illness. Well, they have to undergo all kinds of psychological tests before you're even allowed to proceed with the very beginning of the operations. I mean, it's not something somebody undertakes lightly or easily, and regardless of whatever people think about it, I mean, it's that's a dramatic decision to be making. And I get some people going, listen, I don't want to pay for it. And I'm like, okay, I mean, that, that's fine. I can kind of see that side of it because it's expensive. But... To say you're not going to be allowed to serve in our military when these are just people who want to uh, protect and defend their country? Are you out of your mind? Anybody who wants to protect their country, I'm totally hey, good. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm look, bored. look, if Klinger can wear a dress, <laughs> I don't, I don't care what you're doing out there. Look, if, if you know how to focus that weapon and point it at the enemy, I'm okay with it. Done deal. And with that, we'll be right back. Hey, you having a good time? Let me introduce you to a couple of my media brothers. First, www.americathemixtape.com, a cipher on American politics, society, and culture. And where'd I get that mixtape? Of course, www.cornerbodega.us, purveyors of urban culture. Come on, let's get back to the party. All right, and we are back, and uh, we are back with today's sugar, honey, iced tea. Uh, before we get out of here, um, of course, the sugar and iced tea is those things that either I or a member of the group have found that are really cool, aka the shit. And um, this week's sugar, honey, iced tea uh, is, uh, which uh, I did say we were going to get back to uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, because this uh, week's Sugar Honey Ice Tea is Jon Snow putting his pimp hand down on the show 
it was uh, it was the greatest thing to see when uh, we knew it was coming. Uh, yeah, we did know it was coming, but this was this was personally gratifying for me to see him actually uh, do it and say it to. Uh, mother of dragons and she was like I did not give you permission to go and he said I don't give a goddamn what permission you gave me I'm a king I was like yeah say that shit <laughs> like you don't just be telling me what to do and then and uh-huh. which was which was actually fun. Well, this is, that's what I was saying when he said it he did he did say that I, because uh, because I, it needed to happen and uh and she didn't actually say these words, but uh, but just like you say, you can see Trump's body language. Um, I can see the body language go, okay then, John. <laughs> see? For those of you who don't watch Game of Thrones, Jon Snow is probably the most beloved character on that entire series. Yes, he is. More than the blogger? More than the blonde. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to watch it. He him actually said that to the blogger. <laughs> Because he is a pretty awesome character. Yeah, it's, uh, he's, he's an all-around good guy. Anyway, yeah. in general, yeah. in real life. And it was, it was, uh, you know, it was. Well, okay. So, and actually, Ben and I talked about this one day. Um, the the Game of Thrones book series is called uh, Game of Thrones: The Song of Ice and Fire. You know, so it's it's about. Uh, these two eventually getting together some kind of way, you know. And he's from the north where it's very cold. She's the mother of dragons. So it's all, you know, and where it's very hot. And uh, so ice and fire. And uh, but to see him uh, do the one thing that only he one other guy has ever done to her, and that is completely man up. You know, and was it was good to see because the only other person that ever did it, and the only other man she's had complete respect for, was her her late husband, who was uh, who was the king of the Dothraki. And uh, we don't need to go into that much detail. Yeah, but he was, but he was, he You're was a mean. he was a man in the situation with her, and she had a ton of respect respect for him over time. And, uh, and and every other man that she's come across has has had to bend the knee because she is she is the queen, and uh, and to see him go, no, no, I ain't got to do a goddamn thing. I'm a king. <laughs> I was like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, damn, you're right. right, right. <laughs> Amazon Prime now. It is. It is. So way you, too far behind. You would have no. You're not. You would have to if you watch the first very first episode and you don't fall in love with it. I would be shocked. All right, I'll check. I it mean, out. it that's, is. That's our homework. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There you go. I mean, hug for HBO and Game of Thrones, but. I mean, it really, from the very first episode, you're like, oh, my God. I, you've never seen a series that will go to the places that this one goes to. Yeah. Ever. It is the best thing on television. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, there from, like I said last time we talked about it, you have to be okay with a lot of gore, a lot of violence. Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't always treat it's just women and people and women 
Definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's it, not a PC show. No. It's definitely, um, it, I mean, it really, if you think of how people were in medieval times, that truly is kind of how this is. I mean, it doesn't tell you it's medieval, but I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, they're in armor all the time. They're fighting for kingdoms. They're, you know, there's so many subplots and it's so intricate, but the first episode alone by the end of it, we were like, yeah, I we never were, saw that coming, yeah, and oh my god, like they're they really are willing to go where I've never seen a series yeah. before. I'm okay with gore and keeping women down. This one. Look, <laughs> <laughs> look at the end That's of the day. That's another podcast. Look, at the end of the day, uh, you know, no big spoilers out there. But if you're uh, if you're even interested to see what happens when somebody's just tired of a conversation and bashes somebody in the head with a hammer. Um, then you should probably... Like a probably, hammer, not yeah, like yeah, 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 not a... a yeah. hammer and nail hammer. Yeah, not a hammer and nail hammer. Not a hammer and nail hammer. We're talking like a hammer. war hammer. A yeah. war hammer. Hammer of Thor hammer in the face. Uh, if you if that even sounds remotely interesting to you, then yeah, you should probably go and check out Game of Thrones because it's pretty amazing. Uh, but with that, uh, I'm going to end this podcast in a way I end all podcasts, and that is with the toast that started it all for me, and that is to good times with good people. Cheers. <laughs>